to the mass singer rap podcast we're here today of course to talk about season eight episode eight aka comedy roast night aka the second showing for the third group as we step one inch closer to the semifinals and to then the finals and to the end of the season i'm of course your host puya the notebooks and the keely ready once again to break all the things down for you and with me as always is the one and only liana the tea bag Boris. Leon, no, how are you not, doing today? No, not tea bag. <laughs> you do not have to make a joke. Just okay. so you know, it's not required. <laughs> you don't say oh no, because oh, I can't make that joke. You do not have to. You are fine. Did you see that TikTok with the guy who he had the tea bag and then he like tore apart the two strings and he pulled them and it like yes, it scrunched the it. tea bag. That's, that's so a, smart. That's a specific tea bag. I don't think that's oh. like I don't think Lipton has that functionality. You know. Okay. All right. Well, we'll have to try it. But anyway, uh, back to Mass Singer. This was fun. I thought this was a really fun episode. We're going to be talking about comedy night or specifically comedy roast night. Now, while I didn't get the weird owl that I was hoping for, I think that there was a lot of sort of, I don't want to say like subtle things, but a lot of the the lower thirds were really funny. Um, so it was, you know, overall, I think an enjoyable episode. I would say this was a step up maybe from what we saw last week. I think so. I think especially last week, the bar was in hell after that because both thematically and then the performance caliber was not great. This episode really brings it back, which I did enjoy. It was good. It was a fun episode of The Masked Singer. Now, before we get any further, let me hit you with some programming notes, audience, on what is to be expected moving forward with The Masked Singer. Because, turns out, breaking news, this season ends on the 30th of November. We are not going to have a season in December, which is very shocking because I expected it to go into like mid-December. Yeah, this is weird, especially because they had all the baseball delays and then they were like, Oh, we got to make up an episode on Sunday. And so we are like, Oh, okay. Gotcha. And now we're getting a. Oh, first of all, we're getting two episodes next week. Yes. Right? So we're getting- next week, Wednesday, we're going to conclude this group. And then Thursday on Thanksgiving, we're going to get the semifinals. I just feel like they're burying the show. I, I I don't understand what the purpose of this is. Like, why are you rushing through the finale? I, I do understand the two part like finale part of it. But yeah, I don't know. Is there something else that they're going to air in December? Is there something else going on? And I also I have no idea what's going to happen to Lego Masters because I know they're also airing two episodes next mm-hmm. week. But then they're doing this um like celebrity Lego Masters thing. And that was actually the week of the December 19th or whatever because we thought it was going to end on December 14th. It's a show or it's an episode, the celebrity It's like three, it's like three, it's a three night event or whatever and it made sense. It was like, oh, they're going to air it after that the season is over because the season (laughs) ends on the 14th. I don't know, man. This is, this is weird. I, 
I thought we I thought it was supposed to be the 14th. I mean, I don't know if maybe that I just made that up in my head because of Survivor. I feel like I mean, they've always, they their they've always premiered and finished with Survivor. So it felt like that's what they would do again if if not just if you just went off instinct. But it's just shocking to me because the only thing I can think of that's happening during this month that's significant and different is the World Cup. But that's during the day. The World Cup games, yeah. the latest one's at 2 p.m. So it would not affect programming. I The only thing I can think of is like, unless they have others stuff they want to make sure that they air i Maybe, i don't i don't because i don't, know. I don't I got, think I know. the mass singer is doing bad ratings wise i don't think it's getting like buried or pulled off screen i don't know i don't know either way we're getting three episodes in the span of two weeks and then the season's over uh before the december winter holiday vibes kick in so that's where we are here mm-hmm it's definitely an odd choice. I'm trying to see if Mike Bloom and his parade article has any more information. I can try to talk to him tomorrow to see if there's anything that he knows, but it just seems like such a bizarre out of nowhere choice. I agree with that. I, I feel like um, it's it's weird because I feel like all this buildup and then you, the semifinals, the, who's going to make it there? And then you're really going to conclude all of it in like six days. It's strange. It's a strange yeah. choice. <clears throat> I just can't believe they're doing it on Thanksgiving. I mean, I don't know what football game times are like, but I'm assuming they want to be the lead into football. Or is that the lead in if they go after no, or lead so out lead in? The page so it's at 8 p.m. on yeah, 8 p.m. Thursday on Thanksgiving. U.S. Thanksgiving and there's the uh, NFL Patriots versus the Vikings at 8:20 p.m. That's weird. It, That's weird. A, yeah, exactly. I don't. I don't know which network has that, but obviously not Fox. So they're literally competing with Thanksgiving football. Which I'm sorry, what <laughs> seems misguided. I mean, especially if I'm if I'm thinking about it, and I would ah. argue what. Okay. Okay. So. While it is up against another football game, it is the, I assume, going to follow the Giants-Cowboys game, which is there, on that makes sense. at 4.30. Okay, that makes a little bit more sense to me. Because again, it's like th- you're watching 30 minutes of Mass Singer before uh, the game starts, and then it's not going to be going all the way deep into the game, right? It's going to be like first quarter tops. So you're fine. I don't think they're going to be sacrificing a whole lot here. All right. Well, what does that mean for us? I guess that means we're going to record uh, on. Yeah, RIP scheduling for the Mass Singer wrap up. <laughs> but who knows at this point? Um, let's see. So next week, th- Wednesday, we're going to get the results of Group C, who makes it through to the semis. But then the next day, that information is outdated because anyone who someone who wins here could very easily get eliminated in the semis. So I think, yeah, Friday probably would be the appropriate recording time to just get both of those things in one. And then we'll have a uh, separate finale Finale. to cover the finale. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Sounds good to me. All right. Well, Liana, comedy roast night. We had a couple of predictions. You mentioned at the top uh, Weird Al. No mention of Weird Al. (laughs) I thought the uh, triumph, the insult comic dog would be there. Nope. Not a (laughs) not a clue. Oh boy. Yeah, not even there. That's uh, we were all so wrong. But isn't he still supposed to be a a guest judge? See, I feel like I read that, but also that could have been last season's wiki that I read at the early <laughs> season. I don't know at this point. There's so much information out there. Who knows? I feel like maybe I made that up. I don't know. 
I mean, I could tell you uh, this season had 18 Grammy nominations and three Hollywood Walk of Fame uh, symbols. Okay. And I'd be lying because I don't know. I made that up. Oh, okay. I believe you. Yeah, see? That's what I'm saying. You never know with Mass Singer. Now, Liana, last week we had the bride win. The bride's coming in here. Also, should be Bridezilla, might I add. But the bride's coming in here with the crown and uh, the hope is for either the avocado or the snowstorm that they can potentially take down the bride. But before any of that, I want to talk about the way they intro this uh, episode with the weird Jenny McCarthy skit. Did you laugh at any point? No, no, uh, um, not, not particularly. I laughed way harder at Ken doing his opener of the show. I, I didn't really understand the sepia filter. I guess it was supposed to be like, aha, this is old timey slapstick comedy. That's what it was. Yeah. 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 The whole like, Ooh, I, I, uh, my face hit, smacked the window. I should go down slowly. Yeah. But that was the only example really. Cause she, didn't she just like, can I hit you with a hot take? Uh, yeah. Jenny McCarthy isn't funny. I know it's hard to believe, but hear me out. I don't think that's a hot take. No, it's, I'm pretty sure it's a hot take. I'm pretty sure she's very much like seen as the funniest panelist. Really? You're lying again. Yes, exactly. Thank oh, you for coming okay. to the Masked Singer. Yeah. Oh, no, okay. I mean, she wasn't funny. It just didn't hit. And what's funny to me, though, is that Ken has that natural comedic timing. Uh, mm-hmm. Robin and Nicole each have amazing voices so they can do openers for all the uh, serious musical openings for the show then you have Jenny who did <laughs> bless her heart tried very hard to make this be a thing it just wasn't for me uh, so I nearly forgot about it if not for the little notes I took on the side about that so there we go that's been mentioned now uh, I did like the Ken roasting to open it up and uh, I did. I do like now the new joke because for a long time, anytime anyone made fun of Nick Cannon on Wild and Out or anywhere else, it was making fun of uh, his relationship with Mariah. Now it is everyone making fun of Nick for the number of children he has. And didn't he have like two more kids since these jokes? Even I'm pretty sure there's at made. least one, if not two more. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I thought that this was very apt, and it's funny because have. Did you and I talk about this? Who have I been talking about this with? I feel like I've been talking about Nick Cannon having a bunch of kids frequently with a lot of people, <laughs> much like Nick Cannon has a lot yeah. of kids. But maybe well, again, I'm that's the thing. Up. It's like it's the new meta joke. You you know, you can very easily get a couple laughs out by talking about this, about Nick Cannon yeah. specifically. Yeah, so. I think it was maybe it was my sister. Uh, but the, I, the part I really liked about Ken's joke. So, you know, the whole thing was like, oh, he's roasting Nick because it's comedy roast night, not just comedy night, comedy roast night. Um, and it was that he's up all night memorizing his kids names. And then the audience proceeds to boo him. It was yeah. very much giving the like, why are you booing me? I'm right. Energy. <laughs> yeah. So that was the one time I. It's not a no count. I was shocked. Moment, but <laughs> also like, this is hilarious. Well, maybe it's because you know, like we talked about, the the two new kids have not been announced at that time, whereas now, yeah, it's even funnier. So now maybe the audience would be a little bit more receptive. But yeah, they protected Nick a little bit here. So Nick, you know, gets to say his sayings, which you know he says, you know, get your ass out of here, Ken. Ken says, yes, mm-hmm. daddy leaves. You know, whatever. Uh, Liana. Mm-hmm. it's time for the bride the bride's gonna open the show up once again 
Anything in the clue package that stuck out to you? Oh, the one other thing I wanted to say before I talk about the bride's clue package uh, is that Nick and I actually have the same shirt. It's this like black with white polka dots and I was wearing it. Oh no, I was wearing it on Wednesday, not on Thursday when I watched the episode, but I was like, same fashion. Although I have to button mine all the way up for reasons, obvious reasons, but anyway. Okay, bride, queen bride, clue package. So a lot of these we had seen before, which um, the crown on the globe, the wrestling belt, with music on it or was that mm-hmm. one new i don't i don't remember that one from the previous one but the, re- I, the belt wasn't there before okay so that i mean that was a pretty obvious clue the hand symbol with the snake a single red rose and then the new clue that they at least emphasized was a new clue was the set list like it was like his yes. things to do um one become a hero to act up so the list is a very important clue piece, which once I figured out who it was last week, I really thought it's a missed opportunity if the list doesn't make it. So back to Chris Jericho, we go to talk about this. OK, so one okay. of Chris Jericho's gimmicks when I got back into wrestling, because I, I fall in and out of love with wrestling very frequently. And um, when I jump back into it with two feet back in like 2016, uh, Chris Jericho's gimmick was the list so he would do you know he would come out cut a promo and then if you know the wrestler says something irritating he'd be like really really you just made the list and then he would uh, whip out this list and write their name down on that list so yeah it was big so when i saw this it even further confirmed what i thought it was gonna be it was great yes well and uh my cousin reached out as well uh, supporting your guests so not only do you have yes. all the clues but you also have my own family supporting that's my supporting guy right there. so yeah exactly so shout out daniel yeah uh all right so i i mean obviously we know the results ultimately because unfortunately bride gets unmasked but i think you really nailed it with the guests Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I felt really good. It, again, it, the last week is the first time I felt like myself this Matt Singer season. And mm-hmm. by myself, I mean good at my guesses. So I got my mojo back. That's how I feel. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Okay. Good. Good, good, good. You don't sound <laughs> too happy that I got my mojo back. No, 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 no. I don't know what to say to that. What does it like? What does that mean? You feel like you're hitting your stride again. That. Is that... You've never heard of the term mojo? Yeah, no, I know. Then, then, okay, yes, that's what it means. M-O-J-O. I got my, I got, I've got mojo. my stride back. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Lovely. Okay. Okay. Liana, now you're very familiar with this song. I'm assuming that the bride sang. So tell us about it. This was a perfect choice for the bride. So he sang Billy Idol's White Wedding. And he, you know, we know that Chris Jericho is a singer in like a rock band. This is really allowed him, I think, to showcase the elements of his voice that are the strongest. And while no idea what this has to do with comedy, he tried at the end of the clue package, it was like trying to rope it into an insult on Jenny. I think the joke is, is that she wore a white wedding dress. And the history is that you wear white because you're a virgin. So I think, what? I think I, 
What are you, what are you doing? Like? What are you trying to weave together right no, no, now? No. <laughs> no, no, no. Because you remember how each song was like a, it's like a diss on dedicated someone. Dedicated to, it was dedicated to one of the yeah. judges. Yes. Yeah. So like, thank you. Next is like a diss. Hit the road. Jack is a diss. You're so vain is a diss. Right. Okay. So white wedding was the diss to Jenny. It, was it a I, diss? Yeah, that's what they said. That's what he said. Did they say each song is a diss to somebody? Yes, each song is a diss. And are we like in the 90s where being a virgin is a diss? <laughs> That's okay. This is getting extremely complicated for me to explain. So the point is, I think that they're trying to make is each song is a diss. And what I'm trying to say is that I did not understand this diss. And I'm doing my best to try to explain where I think it was coming from. Which is because he emphasized like the white dress. And so the only thing that I could think of was that the reason you're wearing white is because you're a virgin when you get married. So anyway, <laughs> I thought you're reaching with this one, but we'll move. Okay, well, let's just, we'll move. We'll move. Fine. The point was, is I was trying to say is I didn't really get it as a diss, but I understand why the song was chosen because it is such a good fit for for his voice. The grab right. of voice, just the texture, all of it was fantastic. I mean, obviously not like outstanding, amazing. Oh my God, you're definitely going to beat the harp. But it was like, yeah, this is a solid choice for you. It was good. It was good. Yeah, I, I felt good. like this was definitely compared to last week, the better song choice for the bride. Uh, I will say there were parts of it that I thought, oh, this doesn't sound great. But mm -hmm. for the most part, it sounded fine. And then ultimately, the um, I felt like this was a great song to do audience work with and to have the audience get into it. And they loved it. So that was good mm -hmm. as well. Now, I have a quiz for you. I have a question for you. Oh, a quiz. Okay. The backup dancers were holding yes. bones. Did you notice this? No. So they were holding a prop. It was bones. They were each holding a bone. Why do you think that is? Because it's a bones day. You know how like on this that. podcast, I typically <laughs> insult you for making dated references? Yeah. All right, step out of the DeLorean and get out of 2020 with that, please. Was that really from 2020, that dog that had no bones? At best, it was 2021. <laughs> Early oh, 2021. Man. Yeah, okay. It's because it's All a right. funny bone, Liana. Oh. Yeah, yeah one they're of, really forcing it. Yeah, one of my viewers in my watch party uh, also pointed that out to me because I was like, why are they holding bones? Oh, that's why. Oh, that's gotcha. clever. Okay. I mean, yeah, again, kind of a stretch. I, to me, I was more distracted by the backup dancers with their like microphone head things because I spent way too long trying to figure out what they were. At first, I thought they were snow cones. And then I realized that they were microphones, but it took me way too long to figure that out. I'm a little embarrassed by it, but not embarrassed enough to not mention it here on the podcast. We appreciate your honesty. Thank you. I feel like, okay, so then when it came to the judges' comments and guesses, uh, none of them got the guess right. That's the first thing I wanted to mention. Second thing is that obviously this season, we're focusing a lot on the onstage clue, and it's mm -hmm. going to be presented by someone because it's all thematic. We got to get a comedian up in here. Now, I've given Mass Singer a little bit of crap for having three performers, but then like inviting two guests to do the clues. Uh, don't worry about that, Liana. They solved it. They brought one person to do all the clues, and that person is John Lovitz. 
Yeah, they stuck with John Lovitz here, uh, which, okay, so this is where I want to bring up one of the things I really liked that they did this episode. So they said at the start that this is our chance to not take ourselves too seriously, which I thought you guys already don't kind of really take yourself seriously, which I think is a good part of the show. You can't take a show like this seriously. You just can't. You've got Chris Jericho legend up here in a dino costume in a bride's wedding dress, right? Like you just, again, you can't take that seriously. But the thing that I think they did that pushed it a little bit further was they had the Chirons. And so they did this. I think everybody at least got one. Oh, including John Lovitz, which was only here to plug his tour, which honestly, they're comedy is in truth <laughs> and that's the truth that's a good good place to pop up also totally forgot that we did get another person later on so maybe i take back what i said about there being one but that was in the battle royale so that's a little bit different i did love the chirons i did love the chirons because um do you have those written down for everybody i think so they're scattered throughout whenever they popped up so i have jenny's which is the mom you wish wasn't on tiktok Oof. which is fine robin laughs at his own jokes i like that one ken the last living stooge (laughs) which made me (laughs) laugh nicole's was dumb it was the court jester and i think it was just supposed to be because her outfit but like the whole point is that she was dressed that way i think it's just because you really can't say anything bad about nicole scherzinger and then nick's was really funny too i can't remember where i wrote that one ah yes peaked at drumline (laughs) oh god oh my god okay but like (laughs) where's the lie also i love drumline as a movie that was one of my favorite movies growing up i've never seen it you've never seen drumline oh boy we have a movie to watch after this buddy you had never seen the rush hour movies don't act like mine is weird yeah but drumline was always on television okay i need the uh, this is where i want to make this a viewer integrated program Viewers, can you add us? Have you watched Rush Hour, Drumline, or both? And if you've if you've watched both, which one is the more like, oh my god, have you seen this movie? Have you not have you not seen this movie? Movie? Thank I've you. seen Rush Hour now. Yeah, so I've made you watch I've it. Seen both, and you've so only what, watched yep, one of them. Technically, I've seen. I saw. I saw Rush Hour. So you didn't see two. No. And we don't talk about three. Okay, so. John Lovitz is here, presents the clue. Oh, Lord, what was the clue? I somehow did. Oh, a movie career uh, similar to Jenny, like to show off their chest minus the movie career. <laughs> I think you butchered that a little bit. Uh, okay, but yes, yeah, the, 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 I mean, the general sentiment was there. It's that they have a movie career and they like to show off their chest like Jenny McCarthy minus the movie career. As in Jenny McCarthy doesn't have the movie career. So, yeah, so Jenny, okay, so both of them have a movie career and like to show off their chest, but Jenny McCarthy doesn't have a movie career. That's a joke. (laughs) Yeah, because boobies. (laughs) You know what's funniest than a good joke? When someone has to explain that joke? I didn't have to explain the boobies. Why'd you say it then? Because it's funny. <laughs> See, this is a fun word. <laughs> was there was it a mistake for us not to come in and roast each other? Ooh. So I've written roasts because of the drag race podcast that we used to do that. We used to roast each other. Um, but uh, I haven't written any in a while. I'll go back and look at my jokes. Kind of rusty yeah. on your jokes, huh? Uh, yeah. Well, that's fine. I feel like 
you don't need to take a rest to, to write your jokes because you'll wake up one morning, think it's 1987, and then write some dated stuff that you usually write. What happened in 1987? The joke that you think is funny now. I don't know. I'm I'm struggling here. Boo, tomatoes on <laughs> Boo, me. Boo, yeah. Tomato, tomato, tomato. I tried Boo. it. I can't roast you. <laughs> I know. They say I'm you amazing. can only roast the ones you love. So that's just sad. <laughs> get it? Do you do you get it though? Do you, do you get it? Do you get it? Oh, you know what happened in 1987? The U.S. stock market crashed. 508 point drop or 22.6%. Just like That's this funny. segue you put out. It's both crashing. Crash. It's crashing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Enough right, maybe this. we edit this out. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. I feel like we derailed the podcast with unfunny stuff. Both of us equally, not just me. Both of us. Don't put this blame on me. It's important right, for me to feel the- like we both did it. Okay, sure. We're, we're all in this together. I'm doing the dance just in case you can't tell. We're on. Oh, yeah. The Phil Dunphy <laughs> dance. Okay, it's from High School Musical, but that's fine. I'll forgive you. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, so the guesses that were mentioned, Robin Thicke was convinced that the bride was flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I can't tell if Ken Jong was memeing or not, and I mean this honestly. He guessed Matthew McConaughey. He's memeing. Come on. But it's Ken. Yeah, exactly. So he's memeing. Or he's serious. Sure. Those, I guess, I suppose those are two options. Those are the two uh, options. Yeah. David Arquette, I think, was also guessed by Jenny, I believe. Well, David Arquette has dad, like been involved in some wrestling storylines before. So that was like the closest guess of the bunch, I feel like. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right, Liana, I think we need a break to like reset because what's going on here? So we'll take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to talk about the snowstorm. It's snowstorm time. We are in that time of the year. It only makes sense for us to have the snowstorm. Liana, second pick off the board was the snowstorm in the draft. Yes. On your team, I mm-hmm. believe, if I remember correctly. You are not wrong. I yeah. if, if I'm interpreting your decision, obviously, because the costume is banging and seeing it in, well, not in person, but seeing it in movement on television. Very good. Looked so cool Mm -hmm. like it looked gorgeous completely iced out i feel like they did a really great job with the design i do wonder you could have called her snowflake i think that also would have worked but i get why they went with snowstorm it's a little bit more intimidating and her clue when she walked out was can't sit down right so to me it's someone who's known for not sitting down as in a singer up or a stand-up like, comedian. Stand-up? Yeah. Well, I actually I think see. I know who this is, by the way. Potentially. Oh, you do? Okay, you have a guess? All right, well then, yeah. you want to go through some of the clues and see if you can put it together? So I can't quite connect it to the clues. I can connect it to the voice. Does that help? Does okay. that make sense? Okay. Sure. Yeah, right, have, cool. have a stab. Okay. So can't sit down. What's the opposite of sitting down? Standing up. Stand-up yes. comedian. I think this is a stand-up comedian. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So the clue package... They talked about something funny. I did highlight the use of the word y'all, which doesn't do anything because I feel like y'all is typically seen as, you know, someone from the South would say y'all, but I say y'all and I'm not from the South. Um, You got to be cold blooded. They mentioned being in a profession that is dominated by men. Uh, They talked about roasting. There was like a plate where they were roasting chestnuts, roasting Mm -hmm. the roast. We'll get back to that. Um, 
we talked there was a thing about speed dating which i feel like i might know the reference to there was mention of pitch perfect which i didn't get the reference to um some failures along the way just the 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 clue package screamed comedy to me stand-up comedy Hmm. okay yeah i mean i think that fits with the the clue when she walks in too right yes stand up okay so roasting something immediately took me to this person participated in one of the comedy central roasts simple mm-hmm. put that's what it is and i've seen a lot of them now i don't have all the names down but a couple names immediately on the short list were um uh amy schumer you've got uh, whitney cummings who was who was guest by one of the judges and this person who then speed dating hosts a dating related show on hbo max called f boy island and yeah, okay. has participated in roast it's nikki glazer Yeah, I had the exact same thought. So I got it from the roast and then I got it from the clue at the end that it's that she she shared the stage with Rob Lowe and Dr. Ken. And at the roast of Rob Lowe, it was Nikki Glaser and Coulter and Jewel. And well, Jewel's already been on the show and I please pray to God there's no way Ann Coulter is on the show. I would say never, but last season happened. So I know, right? (laughs) But I think then also with some of the clues that you mentioned, I think that it, you know, it definitely fits male dominated industry, the speed Mm -hmm. dating, all of that. I also didn't get the pitch perfect one, but well, maybe it's a, to throw them off the set. Yeah. Well, the most important part of this for me was I figured it out based on her voice in spoiler alert, the battle Royale. That's when it really stuck out to me. So I kind of then thought back and then, you know, further solidified that choice. But yeah, interesting stuff because this could be fun because here's the thing. I did not know potentially maybe Nikki Laser could sing like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think she also is a good choice for comedy roast night. So mm-hmm. it makes sense that they're going to slot her in here. I I'm not going to lie. I did not. Ex- I expected her to make it to the battle royale, but I kind of felt like the bride would have moved on. I, I could have gone either way, honestly, depending on the results of pause. The- what? Yeah. Repeat that again. I think it could have gone either way with the bride or the snowstorm. You are ridiculous. That that Aww. is. Are, are you joking? The. The, the the bride had just such the razzle dazzle. He was having so much fun, and you could I tell agree. he was out there having it. He was just up, 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 like having a grand old time. And he just he looked like he was having so much fun. The snowstorm, sad. I, that I felt bad about. I agree with that. And you know, you're not going to find a bigger fan of Chris Jericho on this podcast than me. However, the snowstorm is the closest competition we've seen to the harp yet, in my opinion. So what? No, the the lambs are did better. you listen to the performance no. by Ariana the Ariana song? Did you listen to Thank You Next? Did you listen to Thank You Next? That's yeah, my question. Yes, I listened to her interpretation. Yes, I did. The yes. lambs are overrated. They're gimmick. They're gonna be out. It's gonna be wow. final. Wow. Yeah. I'm sorry, you I said think, it. Oh my god. You think the snowstorm can act? No, 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 honey, no, no, no. Oh, bless your heart. No. <laughs> I just I I think she's she's good. I think that what um what Nicole said about her like one of the coolest tones, I agree with, but it it just wasn't like, oh my god, this is so amazing and I felt that way for the harp like every time. So I don't know. I guess I fell for the razzle dazzle sweet bee and I fell for the the bride just 
stomping around the stage, having a good time. I think obviously she deserved to move on before the avocado, but I wouldn't necessarily have put her like absolutely for sure. Definitely. She deserves to move on. I think that you got impacted with the feeling of feeling attached to the bride. Because again, I like the bride. Once I figured out who it was, I'm rooting for the bride. There it was no world the bride was going to be in contention to make it out of this round. The minute I heard Snowstorm, it was curtains. It was curtains. Yeah, and that's your opinion. And I'm happy that you have it. Ugh, but you're wrong. <laughs> okay, fine. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. You're right. I'm wrong. Okay. That's more like it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I just felt like this whole group so far was a little bit of the reject pile, if I'm being 100% honest with you. It was like group A was all amazing. And then, or, you know, like such big stars. I get it. They want to come out the gate with that. Group B was like fine. And then this group is like, yeah, they're fine. <laughs> You're so mean. What is this, the comedy roast episode? I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, look. In terms of her, the the very breathy voice that she had with Thank You Next, it's just tough because it it's 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 a good sound, right? Like, I think that you could make an argument that she could, like, if she wanted to, you can produce that voice into a pop album. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ariana Grande is just such a fantastic vocalist. And Thank You Next also is really iconic. And so it's just a tough thing to live up to, especially when like in your head, you can't help but automatically compare the two. In your head. That was awful. I'm going to edit that out. All right. Um, I don't know. I thought, I, thought, I thought she did a very good job emulating in the Ariana Grande song. I felt the battle royale was a little bit weaker, if anything. But mm-hmm. I was floored. I was the minute the first note hit. I was like, all right, snowstorms in the next round. Let's go. Also, might I add, I'm now live in this draft. I now have a shot in this draft, which really eight episodes in looked bleak for me. My, yep. I had nobody, nothing going on, nothing in the horizon, no prospects. The closest I had until this episode was the bride who we both knew was not going to stand a chance. Yeah, so I've got Scarecrow next week. Well, let's finish talking about the episode and then we'll talk about this. Sure. I don't want to jump too far ahead. Okay, so yeah, that was good. I enjoyed it quite a bit. The John Lovis clue was shared the stage with A-list superstar Rob Lowe and Dr. Ken, which you've already talked about. And then um, this is also another part that solidifies this is a comedian. Uh, no other performer would have told Nick, I'm sorry, I don't want to get too close to you. Yeah. I don't want to get pregnant. I wonder if she heard the the joke from probably or had it in mind. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, so that was great. We did enjoy that quite a bit. And then some of the guesses that they had: uh, Ken went with Catherine Hahn, Nicole went with Eliza Schlesinger, and Robin went with Whitney Cummings. Which you know they're like around it, but also mm-hmm. for me that was a confirmation of I can remove all the, all those people they named because I felt so strongly that she was going to go through. I was like, all right, none of you guessed her. That's fine. Then I feel better about my guess here. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I mean, no one got the bride either, but yeah, that's true. But I don't think they knew the bride. Yeah. I don't think uh, they're big wrestling fans. Right. So then you've got your buddy, your draft pick. The avocado is in town, Liana. Avocado. Yes, little avocado. The clue when uh, he came out was dude's dude. 
And then in terms of the actual clue, pa- well, no, actually, first of all, I just want to talk about the costume. The little sticker detail on the back of the avocado. Loved it with the mass Singer oh logo on gosh. it. Yeah, that was really adorable. That was great. The, I mean, the only thing is, is that you could very obviously see where the holes were when the light hit the face of the avocado. Mm-hmm. You could tell where his head was because that area looked different than the rest. Like you can see through the fabric. But of course, they're going to have to do that. But I was like, OK, now I know how tall he is, even though he looks slow <laughs> or looks slow, looks small in a little yeah. avocado outfit. Anyway, so to go to the clue package. He talks about how, yeah, sure, he's a funny guy now, but he was light years away when he first started. Then there was an image of a bird hitting a window. I don't know if that's supposed to be a clue or if that was just something that's like, aha, that's so funny. Don't we all love it when birds run into windows? Ha ha. Anyway, so then he talks about how he used to be a construction worker, very much an average Joe. And then he had a get your hands kind of get your hands dirty kind of job before becoming part of a billion dollar industry. And then we get to see what looks like a podcast microphone and Mm -hmm. headphones. And he dedicated his diss track to Ken. Yes. So can I tell you the moment of panic I had? Okay. The reference of light years away from where I started and then the construction. I was like, all right, shoot. Buzz Lightyear, home improvement. This is Tim Allen. They brought Tim Allen on the show. Genuinely Uh thought that's where we were headed. Um, happy that wasn't the case the podcast thing is what made me feel a little bit more comfortable with it but then i also had the nicole moment of oh no is it joe rogan oh no oh my god sam oh no average joe joe rogan oh no Uh i I really thought it was gonna be joe rogan so then um once the singing happened i was like i don't think it's joe rogan i don't think it's tim allen then i thought maybe mark Marin is the last person i thought because i knew he had a podcast um, and I know like he was on glow. So I, and I did watch glow. So I know he's like around. So I thought maybe him, um, ultimately did not know. I mean, I know the name of the person on mass Adam Corolla, but I don't know him, know him. So I, I didn't guess this correctly. I also didn't, I mean, I didn't necessarily pick a guess because after I heard the performance, I was like, I think I know who's going home. But what I did do is I read the history of podcasting Wikipedia episode and look back at some of the very first podcasts that came into the space, especially because the way it was phrased within the avocados clue package was all about like taking a risk on something that became a billion dollar industry, meaning that it was something that was sort of at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Um, And so some of the people on the list were indeed Adam Carolla with the Adam Carolla show, Mark Marin, Joe Rogan. Um, Ricky Gervais had a show. I was like, well, obviously it's not him. This American Life with Ira Glass. I was like, well, it's obviously not Ira Glass. So I, I was a little bit panicked that it was Joe Rogan as well. That was my first thought. But I didn't nail anyone down. I mean, he's definitely in in the conversation, but mm-hmm. there was nothing in particular that I would have been like, oh yeah, it's definitely Adam Carolla. I think the average Joe clue might have to do with the man show. That would be my guess. I didn't see anything that really was about love line, which I feel like is the other thing he's really popular for. I feel like dude's dude was the man show, right? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Yes. Well, he had a a reality show on Spike TV called Catch a Contractor. So I don't know if that's the construction. 
that makes sense also um i believe can you check this was adam carolla on one of the roasts i feel like he was on one of the roasts um because i remember him getting roasted i'm pretty sure it was him so i don't uh uh, one of the recent ones it would maybe be the bruce willis one or the rob lowe one actually roast of alec baldwin oh there we go okay yeah i remember him being there but i think ken jong wasn't ken jong and nikki glazer also at that roast were they in the same? Well, Nikki, I believe, has been in more than no. The Ann Coulter one was um was not Alec Baldwin. That was Rob Lowe. No, no, no. The Nick, no Nikki Glazer, I think, was also there, right? Maybe. I mean, the one with Ann Coulter was the the Rob Lowe one. So yeah, no, I know that roast okay. of Alec Baldwin. All right, I'm, then, there's two different roasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nikki Glazer was there. Um. And so was Ken Jong and Adam Carolla. So yeah, they were all there. There you go. Interesting. And so what's the theme next week? Fright Night? Yes. All right. David Arquette's going to be in that one. Mark it down. Oh my God, right? Yeah. You know, he also did a voice in the video game, The Quarry. David Arquette did? Yeah. Fascinating. All right. Well, yeah. we'll see him next week when he gets unmasked. <laughs> <laughs> that will be, I think, the, the wildest call we've made, if, if that truly is the yeah, case. Yeah, if that actually happens, especially because there's yeah. only two people, right? So exactly. <laughs> oh my God. What if he's the scarecrow? Oh, that'd be funny for me because <laughs> I have Sir Bugaboo and I do not know what that's going to entail. I don't, so. No one does. It's a wild card pick. Yeah. Okay. So the performance was the song Hit the Road Jack by Ray Charles. I did like the motif. I did like the avocado stand there. That was a very nice touch. Uh, it was fine. It was not bad. I think that's the key thing for me this week was that everyone was at least fine or not bad. It wasn't like a oof moment. Although I personally thought the avocado was the poorest of the three. So Yes, I would co-sign that. I think the ad-libbing the lines, don't guac block me, guac away. That was cute, but obviously isn't. Uh, I'm, I mean, that's that could have gotten the votes. That could have gotten the votes. You I mean, said maybe. boobies and laughed earlier. If you were in an <laughs> audience and and a gigantic slice of guac, uh, sorry, avocado said guac block, you would be on the floor rolling around. Yeah, I can picture funny. it. <laughs> uh, but think about it. If the avocado said boobies, that's even funnier. <laughs> Any hoosies. All right. I I think the, the the I don't have any transition away from that. I'm still laughing at the idea. All right. Don't so, block, block me, bruh. So then the clue for the avocado presented was the avocado has a face you want to listen to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from John Lovitz. Really into home renovation, but not like he's a property brother. Which I assume also maybe goes back to the construction yes. show. Avocado has a face you want to listen to, which is that's the whole joke, right? Is that oh, you've got such a face for yeah, radio? Got, it's like the whole yeah, face for radio yeah. now, face for podcasting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think it just solidified the podcasting part of it. And I mean, obviously, he had radio shows before that, so mm-hmm. it fits with radio as well. Yeah. So then Nicole said Joe Rogan, Jenny said Mark Marin, Robin did say Tim Allen, which again, Buzz Lightyear and home renovation. Mm-hmm. I feel like anyone from the 90s would would be immediately think Tim Allen. Although no Santa mm-hmm. Claus. So 
Maybe that was the one I should have been looking for. Yeah, that was the giveaway. <laughs> yeah, which I've not seen any of those movies. You've never seen any of the movies? No. Oh, okay. Add it to the list after Drumline. Oh, God. The, the list never stops. Can we talk about that? Anytime I've ever said we'll add that to the list on this podcast, I'm pretty sure I've never watched it. And we've said uh, a lot. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a list, so nothing's actually really getting added to it. But. Wow. Yeah, well, I just know. shattered that illusion. All right. All far. Speaking of shattering illusions, uh, out of nowhere, Bride. Bride is out. Bride gets unmasked or sorry, gets eliminated at third place here on the night, which I think we've both illustrated. We did not think that should be the move. Some of us, though, did not think the Bride was going to make it out of this episode, and some of us did. So at least one of us is not double wrong. He looked pissed even in the costume he looked pissed his he looked body upset. language he looked so sad he was like his little head was leaning down and by little head i mean absolutely massive giant head was leaning down and he just he looked really disappointed yeah i think i mean I, th- I mean think about how much energy the bride has brought into this um uh, you know, faking it out with an accent, talking smack, talking about I'm I'm a dinosaur baby, like you know, really going all in. Again, Chris Jericho is a person you give him a gimmick, he will like make that gimmick his own and then make it mm-hmm. even better. So I definitely got those vibes when uh Chris unmasked. They actually, you know, when they talked to him, he seemed very grateful for the compliments and then walked away looking very upset. I think Chris Jericho is one of the rare few that actively Mm -hmm. is both a competitive person, so wants to win and also was clearly not here on that one day contract that we think a lot of them are. Yeah, exactly. He I think he actually legitimately wanted to be there. I think he's someone that they probably could have gotten for an old school style season of the Massinger. He would have been phenomenal. Yeah, legitimately competing yeah. uh, about these sort of like one episode kind of contract things. Although I will say by the end, by the time he ultimately gets unmasked and he's sitting with John Lovitz at the end, mm-hmm. he looks a little bit happier and he seemed yeah. to be laughing and having fun. So, was, you know, he was able to shake it off. I think that's something when you're really competitive is that in the moment it really stings, but then you're able to recover from it. It's you, important you know. to bounce back and shake it off. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's very much something important to see. I'm very happy we got Chris Jericho. And I feel like now Chris Jericho may have potentially broken the seal on us seeing more wrestlers. That could be fun to see. Uh, mm-hmm. I will say that he's one of the more fun ones. So I don't know who would be the other one. Like, I don't think I need to see John Cena on this show. My life's fine. You wouldn't be able to see him. Ah, <laughs> that might the be the funniest thing you. Okay. I take that I back. Never said in my whole I was life. about to compliment you. And then you said, that's the joke. You explained your joke. That's, that's not good. Oh. Okay. Well, I, the, also the other funny thing was that the bride legit, like Chris Jericho Strip said he's disappointed. He got beaten by an avocado. <laughs> yeah, that was Aww. great. I love that. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I think the most far-fetched guess of the bunch final guesses was Jenny guessing Vin Diesel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know where that came from or how she even got there, but. Do not Go off know. Queen. All right. Well, speaking of where they came from, uh, Drew Carey's here doing the battle royale. Yeah, I 
didn't quite understand this, but I was happy to have him there. You know, he he was on the show, as the Chiron pointed out, eliminated mm-hmm. very early season three. Yeah, I think the like third think episode. Llama. Yeah, the llama yeah. really came and went. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, he also, you know, it's comedy roast night. Got to come in with the roast. He has the joke for snowstorm and then literally said, I don't have any jokes for the avocado because to be honest, I thought you were going to get voted off. So good. <laughs> which which I don't know if that if, if that was legitimate or not, or but that joke. was the yeah. best roast. Yeah, exactly. Or is that the joke that he wrote? But that I mean, that was the best joke. So funny because that was great truth, again. <laughs> um yeah i like that quite a bit they did they both did you're so vain um which was fun because i don't now i noticed it in the second part when snowstorm did it they had videos of robin was the first bit dedicated to someone else like was avocados uh, dedicated mean? to someone else for being vain no, I think both. So the whole song, I think, was, was to dedicated Robin. Okay. to Robin. Okay, yes. good to know. Because there are four songs that were sung in the episode. So each one went to one of the judges. True. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So I'll say this. Um, this was never a competition. Yeah. Yeah. The minute Avocado opened up with the first two, and I was like, all right, snowstorm it is to the finals. We move. Or semifinals, rather, mm-hmm. for now. So yeah, that was good. Uh, and by that, I mean the version that the Snowstorm put out, I liked quite a bit. They added a little video, a highlight of all the times Robin checked himself out in a mirror or was being vain in any other type of way on the show. That little clip package, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think of... I mean, again, it was the same interpretation also when they did the song which i like it when they do complete because we, we were touted that it was going to be two completely different mm-hmm. interpretations felt about the same yeah i mean yeah i think you cap you captured it all yes i'm like a polaroid don't shake it okay what, what are we doing here what is this podcast where are we gonna go do you think we're gonna be back for season nine not us the podcast but the show itself has it been announced yet? Because it wouldn't it be so. airing in like a couple months. I don't know. The fact that they're they're ending the show so soon obviously raises a few questions for me. But I mean, what else are they going to air? The Mass Singer is still popular, so yeah, I don't think they're going to end the show. If they did, if for so whatever reason, let's just play that exercise out. When I preface by saying I don't think it will end, if it did end, I would one hundred percent blame this format for its end. No way. No, no way. I think this is the way to keep the show going. Ooh, bad opinion. Because I think I think they're going to struggle to get people. And I think that it's like. Yeah. So, so having less people just, like, makes more sense, though. I feel like this format forced them to have, what, 21 people. Oh, I see. So you're saying go back to just 10 or something like that. Do like, like 10 th- people yeah, that really 13 and, and two like or 14, maybe two wild cards. So like 12 and then two wild cards. And yeah, just whittle them down weekly. Like that's yeah. the move. You get more performances from the good performers. The bad ones will, you know, inevitably go out, but then they keep singing if they're still there. And mm-hmm. there's enough time to establish a connection because if we did a quiz right now of who was which mask, I don't think we'd get it right. <laughs> no, I would not. 
Yeah, I would say name all the costumes we've seen, and I swear we would miss a couple. And that's because there's no, not enough time to connect, which is why season two was so strong, which is why the dragon will forever be in my heart from season six. So mm-hmm. I, I do think that's one thing that this really misses is that the like rooting for people kind of goes out the door mm-hmm. because unless you have someone that like the harp that you're like, oh, they're super strong. Obviously, they're going to make it. Yes, let's root for them. I mean, even then, even then, I don't care about the harp. I saw the harp last a month and a half ago. (laughs) Like that. This is the same show, right? We've not seen the harp since episode three. I don't know. The harp living rent free in my brain. So personally, I'm I'm still on the train. But I mean that you you don't really build up that sort of. No, you don't have the egg chance. Where's the egg chance? You know, where's the chance? Where's Where's the audience involvement? Where's the. We all collectively hate the white tiger and we all collectively love both the fox and the Rottweiler. Like, that's what I need. That's what's missing. Bring back egg chant. Bring back egg chant. Egg, egg, (laughs) egg, egg. (laughs) To be honest, I think we may have. Yeah, we've had more mileage on the egg chants than the show even did because the egg went out in the first episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the egg lives on here in the podcast sphere forever yeah yeah all right what what else from this episode that's it that's the episode liana yeah we got nothing else for you here um yes yes go ahead no go ahead okay so i have lambs already locked into the semifinals you have the third place finisher of the season locked in yes yes you have snowstorm you also have next week sir bugaboo which mm-hmm. looks like a Venus flytrap, right? Isn't that what he looks like? No, the Venus flytrap was a different performer already on the show. Really? Yeah. Who was the Venus George flytrap? Foreman was the Venus flytrap. Oh. See what I meant? You don't even know. That was last week. That was, was last, last week. You've already forgotten. Okay, I just want to say for one second that that mainly reflects on my inability to remember anything. No, blame the show. Okay. It's easier. Okay, yeah, second show. All right, so <laughs> Sir Bugaboo looks like, ugh, it's kind of scary, kind of cute. It's got four legs and two arms. I think basically it's the, same thing as the-, the thingamabob thingamajig camp of we want to do a random one. <laughs> Let's do a random one. Yeah, it looks like something from Alice in Wonderland, like the Cheshire Cat kind of. We're not vibes. mad at that. We like that. Yeah, yeah. All right, and so you've got Sir Bugaboo. Yes, and I have the Scarecrow. Which was the first pick so, in the draft, Scarecrow. I know. So high hopes. Not not confident, but high hopes uh, <laughs> for the Scarecrow. The fact that they're coming in on the very last episode does not give me confidence. But also, I feel like it'd be so weird for Snowstorm to move on. I don't know. Maybe Sir Bugaboo is like... You're sleeping on Snowstorm... Theater. And I don't get it, but it's fine. Uh, My personal taste. Here's what I'll say. Remind me again, if you dare. uh, Did the lambs do a clean sweep of all three rounds? No, they came in in the second episode. Right. That's that's what I was worried about. So here's my theory. New theory I'm going to present to the class. The harp came in and pwned all three rounds. Easy done. The, The lambs came in second round and took two wins in a row. What if for this third round, it takes one win to make it one performance, last performance of the season, last chance to get in and Sir Bugaboo steals the show. 
I, that's, I think that's entirely possible. Now, I will say that we have that same theory with the cute, the bad and the cuddly, cuddly which didn't the happen. Cuddly, the good, the bad and the cuddly. Yes. Where mm-hmm. we thought one was going to have one representative that ultimately didn't happen. So, you know, I think a big <laughs> question mark, but it's something that's definitely possible. It's something we're going to keep eyes on. Uh, we'll see what happens next week. But so, yeah, the next time you hear us talk about this show, just to remind everybody, you will not only find out who makes it out of this group to the semifinals, but you'll also know who's in the finals. So potentially the person that we haven't even talked about yet could have come and gone at that point. So that'll be fun for next week when we uh, see who is in the semis and then how the semis are played and then who are the two in the final Two hour final, Liana. Do we think with only two performers in two hours, one hour is going to be wrote to the finals and then second hour is going to be the finals? I think it's got to be. I just don't understand what else would be in there. I mean, maybe they perform twice, but even then, that's still four performances. Are they going to have some type of final battle royale? I, I have no idea what that's going to look like. I mean, as you mentioned, only two competitors and two hours of television to fill. I I would have to imagine you're going to get a road to the finals. Uh, not my favorite road to the finals, but alas, well, I mean, they know how to make us watch it because they're like, we didn't. I stopped watching those, and then now they're like, well, we're gonna put it in the finale, so you're gonna have to watch it. That's the way to do it. Right. They did. Yeah, episode ten last season was the road to the finals. So the fact that they did it just one season ago means they're still doing it. So most likely, I would imagine. Yeah, they even on the wiki, it's like episode nine, which is going to be mm-hmm. next week to complete round three, then episode 10, which is the semis. Um, and then it's there's like a gap for episode 11 because it's probably going to be the road to the finals. And then 12 is the finale. So, yeah, that makes absolute sense. Well, that's where we are now. OK, good to know. But yeah, Liana, that's it. Do you have anything else you want to add into the mix here before we uh, head on out? No, it's just been a really chaotic season. I feel like <laughs> the Mass Singer, mainly just in terms of the scheduling of kind of like never really knowing when it's going to be on uh, because of the whole baseball thing, which is is common in the fall. Like we know it happens, but then with this switch also at the end makes it mm-hmm. feel even more chaotic. And then this, you know, new format. I think what I'm, you know, I'm excited to see how it ends, obviously, although I have a strong feeling of how I think it's going to end and who the ultimate winner is going to be. But I want to kind of sit on this format for a bit. You know, we've had no wild cards, but we've had the, you know, sort of weird group structure with only two people or two people being eliminated essentially per episode. So I, mm-hmm. I'm i not ready to make any final judgments on how I think about this season until it sort of wraps up and I have time to sit. The one thing I will say that I think I'm going to be pretty consistent on is that I think some of the theme nights really hit and I hope that they would do something like that again in the future. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that ultimately I've enjoyed watching the show. Pretty much every episode has left me with something to say. This new format, at the very least, does make the show even less serious than it was before. And it wasn't very serious Mm -hmm. to begin with, but it has made it so wild that I, I can't even come in here and be very critical because... It's it's the mass singer like random one off appearance edition. What what are you gonna say? You know, uh, what's right. interesting is think of it this way: twenty one performers after next week's episode before the semifinals, right? So just the group stages, mm-hmm. a total of only five, only five of the twenty one perform more than once. So that means sixteen performers 
performed once and left. Yeah, <laughs> which is so weird to think about. I mean, we were talking and complaining, I will admit, a little bit when even on the previous seasons, there were contestants who were only singing, you know, like four times. We were like, oh, my God, I can't, I can't believe they're in the finale. And they've only oh, no, you were complaining because you didn't like the wild cards getting a free pass the way you put it. It's not fair if you come in later in the season for you to be able to, like, skip the line. Well, the lambs got to skip the line one round. I know. And it's also not fair. <laughs> Unless I win, in which case it's totally fair. It's the mass singer. Nothing's fair. <laughs> I stand by it. Okay. So, yeah. So, we'll see what, what happens from here. Potentially, we're going to have, yeah, by the end, only two performers would have performed four times. So, yes. Or if you're the harp and you make it to the finals five times, the only one to do five times. Yes, girl. Get it. All right. So, Liana, that's all we have. Where can people find you? What else do you have going on? Let them know. Um, you can find me on Twitter if it still exists. Aliana RHAP. Podcasting about Lego Masters, which again, we're doing coverage every like three episodes or so. But now that we're getting a double feature on Wednesday and Thursday of next week, Marisa and I are going to try to record an episode over the weekend and get that out before the finale, which may be released at some point. Again, no idea because they're doing a double episode for the Mass Singer the following week. So I don't know. Hands up in the air. Who knows what's going on? Just look for it in your podcast feed. And then obviously Survivor still chugging along, recording the RHAP BNB this weekend with Grace, which I'm very excited about. I think we're going to have a good time talking about the chaos from the double tribal council. Yeah, it's been a good season. Been enjoying my. I mean, there's a lot of TV out there, but I'm enjoying most of my TV, which I can't say always. So that's good. For that, I'm grateful. Hmm. A lot of content. A lot yes. of content. All right. And uh, if you were looking for me, you can find me on Twitter at Puyaism. You can find me on Twitch, Trish.tv slash Puya. I'm doing more content there these days. So come through, say hi. Would appreciate it. If you are finding us on Twitter, please answer the, the question for the week, which is Have you watched Rush Hour? Have you watched Drumline? Have you watched both? And if so, which one is the more, oh my God, how have you not seen that? Thank you. And last but not least, if you would like to leave a rating and review for this podcast, please do so over on robinswebsite.com slash mass singer. That's M-A-S-K-E-D-S-I-N-G-E-R. I also did have the 90 day fiance Rahapa podcast still going strong. I had Kirsten McKinnis on with me this week. We had a fun time talking about this season, trying to salvage as much of it as we can, honestly. And uh, that's all I've got for you here. We hope you had fun with us. We'll be back next week to cover episodes nine and 10 of the mass singer. But until then, take care. Have a good one. Bye. Who's under there? I wonder. I want to know what I can't see. Who's under there? I want to talk about this and this safe. Who's